Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff, all in a hyper-caffeinated state. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, ghosts and ghouls, squirrels and lemurs, and everybody in between. I hope you have your coffee ready, or maybe you should crack open an energy drink, or get a couple lines of pre-workout ready to bump, because we're going to go. And before we start the actual episode, I'm just going to ask you to review, rate, share the show, because together we can make the show grow. And growth is good. Growth is all we want. That doesn't just go for the podcast. That goes for ourselves, for our teams, for everybody around us. We want to grow. In this particular instance, we want the show to grow. We want the show to reach more ears. Yes, that is right. That is correct. More ears. So share it, rate it, review it. The more you do, the more it helps. And I would be very, 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 very grateful to you. For doing that. All right, that took up way too much time. Let's get started, shall we? I think we shall. In fact, I know we shall. Today, we're going to be talking about practitioners and pontificators when it comes to CX. And there is a huge difference between the two. Pontificators, they're the theory crafters of the scene. They're the people who haven't done any customer service work or any real work with customers for a long time, if ever. There are some people who have never dealt with customers at all, even B2B customers. And that's weird that they've been able to get a voice within a customer related field. I mean, it's cool. And I say the more inclusive, the better, but something about it is just a little weird. And then there's the the practitioners. These are the people who either work their way up through marketing or customer service or what have you. And they've been doing it for a long time. They know the ropes. They know how to discover the voice of the customer and they know how to plot out customer journeys because they've done it before and they've done it with their own customers or the customers of the company they worked for and they have more of a real grasp on things. Now, that's not to say one or the other is good and the other one is bad. They're both good, but there might be an argument for more of a balance between the two. More of a balance between the pontificators, the thinkers, the philosophers, and the people doing the work day in, day out. And you know what? There might be some hybrids out there too. In fact, I would I would imagine, I would guess, I would estimate that the best CX professionals are a mixture of both. 
But we do have those people who are on one end or the other. We have people who are really good with customer experience who don't know how to explain what they do, right? Those are the pure practitioners. They know how to do it. They do it incredibly well. Customers love them. Employees love them. Their employers love them because they get the job done and they know how to do it, right? And then there's the other side, the other end of the spectrum where they've never done it. They've just read a few books. They've, you know, attended a couple of uh, seminars, seen a couple keynotes, and they're like, you know what? I could do that. I could give customer service advice. Heck, I've been a customer, and I know, I know how I would want to be treated. Me doing the work myself, though, that's a little... No, we ain't going to go that far. I'll just tell other people how to do it. And again, you probably want to be somewhere in the middle of that spectrum. You can lean one way or the other. It's fine. But right now, it does seem like the pontificators have been given an uneven hand, an uneven stance in the CX space. Why is that? Because they can talk a good game. They can explain their ideas very, 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 very simply or overly complex, which makes them sound smarter to people, especially some CEOs, right? And they're the ones that are getting the speaking tours and the, you know, the book deals and everything else while the practitioners are too busy doing it, right? They're too busy enacting CX. They're too busy practicing customer service or marketing, right? And so they don't have time to go on speaking tours. They don't have time to write books because, as I said, they're busy doing it. So my suggestion is to find the people in the middle who are equal parts pontificator and equal parts practitioner. That's where the golden egg is. You know that story about the golden egg? Yeah, that's where that is. Um, and listen to those people. They have experience and they know how to explain their experience and how to help other people. I mean, especially now, right? <clears throat> now that we're, uh, I mean, let's face it, we're probably heading into a recession. It is June 22nd at 6.44 in the morning. Chances are we're heading into a recession. And we're going to see in the next few weeks if we are or if we're not. <clears throat> right, but anyway, the economy is shot. Everything is down, like stocks and crypto and everything. And then all prices are up. So... A lot of businesses are going to have to make cuts. In fact, as of right now, it seems a lot of the tech startups and the tech companies are hurting. Uh, every day, you read or hear about new layoffs. And people are cutting 10% of their staff, 15 20%. Um, and then the cuts keep coming. But we're going to see what companies are truly customer-centric 
in what departments they start cutting first. Experience will tell us that is usually the customer service department that gets the cut first. It's not sales, obviously. It's usually, sometimes it is, I guess, what I've recently seen. Um, it's usually the customer service department that is the first to get the ax. Proving how customer centric and how customer focused and how customer service focused these companies were or are, which is sad, but it's also to be expected, right? Because it happens over and over and over again whenever the economy takes a downturn or a company has to make budget cuts. What's the easiest department to cut? Customer service. Why? Because a lot of people making the layoff decisions don't understand customer service and they don't understand what their customers need. Yep. So sometimes you have to, and that's, we all know that, right? But maybe there's other places where they can make cuts, like maybe, uh, maybe cut out the beer on tap or the free lunches, or maybe sell those arcade games that are in the lobby. Stuff like that. Those could probably be cut first before you start cutting customer service jobs. But my point is, we're going to start seeing the real, the real members, the real people in the CX space, in the customer service space. Those are going to be the only people left. The people who can, one, do the work, and two, explain what they're doing to their senior management. Those are going to be the people that are left. The people who just uh, are quiet and just do the work, no matter how well they're going to do it, they're not loud enough to really explain what they're doing because they don't know how to explain what they're doing. They just know how to do it. Those people are going to get cut. The people who talk only and they don't practice and they don't have experience, most likely those people are going to get cut too. So what you're going to have are the people in the middle, the pontificating practitioner the people who can do the work and explain it and maybe train other people how to do it as well so that's when you're going to find the best customer service departments is when their leader <clears throat> or their leadership team or their coughing person knows how to do the work and knows how to explain it and here's a thing for everybody right no matter what now, the practitioners are already doing this, but the pontificators, the people on that side of the spectrum, even senior management, don't allow yourself to get out of touch with your customers or your employees. I would recommend one day a month, maybe one day a quarter, going out and working a full shift during the busiest time in your customer service department. It's the best way to connect with your employees. It's the best way to hear your customers because let's face it the customer service department knows what's going on with your company and with your customers a long time before it trickles up to the senior management team that is the best way of doing it so get out there get your hands dirty by touching a headset or going on your retail floor whatever you do and spend some time doing the job of the customer service department. Yeah.
And then maybe that'll open your eyes and maybe there'll be some other areas where you can cut before you become customer impacting and cutting customer service teams. I mean, come on now. Prove what you say about being customer centric, about customer centricity, about customer focus. And yeah, let's, uh, let's do that. Now, that's all. Be in the middle of that practitioner pontificator spectrum. Do the work, know how to explain it, know how to come up with new ideas for it, and know how to put those into place and know how to do it yourself, right? Nobody likes someone who just lectures, right? So, and I mean, what's the old saying? Those who can't do, teach. Yeah. So, well, that's it for today's Caffeinated CX. We'll see you next time. Bye.